We're going to be talking with Kevin O'Leary in just a minute. We're just waiting for him to pick up the line. But uh, we're going to be talking about the fact that the first time he missed a debate uh, in this conservative uh, leadership race, it was in uh, January in Winnipeg. And now he's making news again. He celebrated his 27th wedding anniversary in Miami and missed another conservative debate on Sunday night. Tasha Carradine wrote a great piece uh, for iPolitics and the Globe and Mail about this. Not too happy. Tasha has a show before me. And I really, you know, I read about it yesterday. I was a bit startled because this is the second debate that he has missed in this race. So I thought, you know, we've spoken to Kevin on the on the show before. It would be nice to actually have him on and have him, you know, answer for this and explain exactly what's going on. Because this now looks like he's starting to establish pattern. And yesterday we were talking about it and wondering if, you know, it's a case of, you know, he thinks he already has the race all wrapped up because of his um his he's he's obviously recognized as a uh, television personality. So, you know, he has a jump on everybody else. So is that one of the reasons why he uh, he isn't doing these debates? Get to the bottom of it. So uh, as we wait for him, I can tell you the situation that got a little um, more interesting when people found out that one of the reasons why he was down in Miami is because he was on a... Uh, msnbc segment to talk about politics so he's in the states he's there with his wife in miami and he is uh talking about politics we're still holding for him and as is he up there okay we're gonna run the audio here is a part of the audio from that msnbc segment that he taped the day of the debate have a listen do you get the sense that trump's been working behind the scenes to try to pick the fight up again both sides know that there's no question by may that the existing Obamacare will be in, under financial stress again. So this issue isn't going to go away. But I think what's paramount now about in structuring a new direction is you have to choose one of three options. Number one is obviously repeal and replace, which has been the dialogue that failed recently. Number two is to upgrade or modify the existing Obamacare. But there's also a third that people don't talk about a lot. It's simply repeal and do nothing which gets us back to where we were prior to Obamacare, which is an unusual place, but there is a constituency out there, particularly the Tea Party, that would like to do exactly that, get government completely away from health care. And those are the three options. It can't go forward until one of those is the chosen direction. And I think that's why we're stalled out right now. All right. I don't know if you noticed what I noticed, but uh, we'll, we'll ask uh, Kevin about it. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you. Hey, first off, congratulations on your 27th wedding anniversary. Thank you. Okay, as I said earlier on, you celebrated in in Miami. You missed another conservative debate on Sunday night. This is the second one you've missed. Are you not concerned that you're looks like you're establishing a pattern here? No, I'm not concerned. You know, it's a very long campaign. Uh, I've been on the road for 68 days. I think uh, to spend one day with your wife, most Canadians would understand. Um, I think that's a reasonable outcome. I unfortunately tried to get that done uh, two weeks earlier, but with it, we had a, you know, to be honest, a snafu in our own campaign, and we didn't communicate that with Joe. So I called him 48 hours before. So that's a bad one on us, but it happens sometimes. You know, we're running at a thousand percent. Some some days I'm in four cities, so it's um, it's just one of those things that happens on the trail. You know, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with where we're at, and uh, you know, we've been participating. We just did another debate yesterday. There's lots and lots of debates, so 
It's not like we don't have another chance. CTV had a debate last night. I thought it went very well. Well, here's what people are upset about is that morning of the debate, you had time to talk politics on MSNBC. And we just listened to that segment. Your agent said you were contractually obligated to do that. So you did that in Miami. And one thing I noticed in that segment is your use of we when talking about American politics. And you say we when you're here talking about Canadian politics as well. Which one is it? No, I, I think it's very important, and we've been looking for decades to find a spokesman to represent Canadians to Americans forever. I mean, I get more time on American networks than Trudeau does talking about our Canadian issues. And, you know, that the reason that that interview occurred was actually the Washington Post ran a piece about the debate that's starting to happen about our porous border. And that uh, occurred the day before. So they called me up and said, are you willing to represent Canadians in a discussion about the notwithstanding clause? I said, of course, I represent Canadians every day we talk. But Kevin, we just listened to it and you said we with regards to American politics. You weren't talking about you weren't talking about it from a Canadian point of view. You were talking about it from an American point of view. No, no, no. I'm talking about it always. We are the largest partnership on Earth. We are we and that is a good way to look at it are the most successful border in the world we have been peaceful for over a hundred years and we are the largest trading partner of the united states and we also are responsible for 9.5 million jobs and we are the largest economic force in 35 states that's exactly what i said okay well let's let's go back because this is the clip i'm talking about have a listen Space, can you grab the clip? Do you get the sense that Trump's been working behind the scenes to try to pick the fight up again? Both sides know that there's no question by May that the existing Obamacare will be under financial stress again. So this issue isn't going to go away. But I think what's paramount now about in structuring a new direction is you have to choose one of three options. Number one is obviously repeal and replace, which has been the dialogue that failed recently. Number two is to upgrade or modify the existing Obamacare. But there's also a third that people don't talk about a lot. It's simply repeal and do nothing, which gets us back to where we were prior to Obamacare, which is an unusual place. But there is a constituency out there, particularly the Tea Party, that would like to do exactly that, get government completely away from health care. And those are the three options. It can't go forward until one of those is the chosen direction. And I think that's why we're stalled out right now. So there's the we there. And that was with regards to American politics. That is excellent analysis, exactly what they pay me for. That sounds like a good analysis of exactly what's happening. I'm a global investor. I look at markets all around the world. I'm paid to comment on them. I have been for the last decade. I'm just doing my job. And I think I did a great job there. If you're an investor in healthcare, you just learned a lot about the three different directions that that investment can go. And so I'll do that again. By the way, I'm going to try and increase the amount of time and dialogue I have in the American markets because that's what we need as Canadians. Right now, Americans don't understand how important our economy is to them. It's great to have a spokesman that can actually talk intelligently about it, that knows the numbers. And that's what I do. No doubt about it, Kevin. And, you know, and that's where I wanted you to or that's what I thought you would say off the top. But I didn't love the fact that you were spinning it the other way. But let's get to something. I'm not not spinning it. I'm not spinning anything. I am asked and paid by many markets. That's right. But the, the first answer wasn't that. And I well, get that, well, but let's let's. I didn't. I didn't hear your clip. Now you played it to me. I just explained okay. it to you. All but, right. So I, and that's fair. And I'll give you that. Way, that's I fair. I don't see. I don't see any other candidates representing Canada in the United States, and that's our number one trading partner. I don't see them on talking about how important it is that we solve this border problem. I don't see them even attempting 
to open a dialogue with our most important partner in terms of the... I want to give you a chance to answer to this, Kevin, because I, I think it's important. As a, a former advisor to Harper thinks that you're a threat to party unity, I want to give you an opportunity. You know, uh, you know, Trudeau has such a strong following. You don't want the Conservative Party to, to split up again. So how would you reassure her that you are not a threat to party unity? I was in Ottawa yesterday meeting with senators and MPs, and we all had the same dialogue. What is it going to take to be Trudeau? There's a tremendous amount of unity around that focus. At the end of the day, the membership, when we vote on the 27th of May, has to pick a leader that has a chance of taking Trudeau out, out of power. That's, it's got to be, that's the only decision we're making. So I can't find anybody within our party. And of course, everybody has different opinions, and that is the nature of what happens in caucus. But I haven't found one that's told me, look, we don't want to take Trudeau out in 2019. We all want to do that. It's which leader can pull it off. So we're in a very different, different phase now. There's no more memberships to be sold. I believe I sold more memberships than anybody else. And what's interesting about my membership sales, 35,336. I've submitted them to the party. I've asked the party to audit every one of them. I think that's important given the situation we've got around these membership sales. But here's what matters. I think more than half of mine are from people that have never voted conservative, have never been members of the party, have never even considered themselves conservatives. Now they're motivated to do what we need them to do. Vote for a leader and beat Trudeau in 2019. Well, let's hope people get out and vote. That's for sure, Kevin. We all need to uh, get out and exercise that right. I appreciate your time today on the show. I wish I had more time to talk to you because I had more to ask, but we're out of time. Have a great day. Anytime. All right, Kevin, I'll hold it to you, okay? Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Kevin O'Leary, running for the leadership of the Conservative Party. I'm out of time. I got to go. We'll talk tomorrow. Cheers.